Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Welcome back to the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast here on DKPittsburghSports.com on our podcast platform. I'm Chris Carter. He's Dale Lolly. We are getting it in. It is week one time, y'all. We are so ready to finally actually talk about real football, not that preseason stuff, not that NFL draft stuff, not that minicamp stuff, real actual football. Dale, it's so great to finally be able to break things down that are actually going to be of consequence with you, man. It feels like it's been forever. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, really waiting. I uh, can't, can't wait for the season to start. <laughs> now, before we get into all of our picks, let's focus right on the Steelers with this first segment. I want to I want to talk to you about what do you think is the biggest advantage the Steelers might have to tilt the scales in their favor because a lot of people nationally are just picking the Bills that's the, it's over and done with that Steelers don't stand a chance but this is a team that believes in itself and is pretty confident heading into this Sunday 1 p.m. matchup. Yeah, I mean I, I think they they feel uh well I think they're excited and anxious to see what this rebuilt uh, offensive line will look like, what this, this what this retooled uh, team will look like. It's really about the offensive line, really, right? Like, I mean, you know, the, the Bills will be without Starla Tulele, but they still got Ed Oliver. They still got Jerry Hughes. They still got Tremaine Edmonds behind those guys. There's going to be a threat up front. But if this Steelers team can establish the run against the Bills, and that was – arguably one of the Bills' biggest weaknesses in last year. They ranked 18th against the run. Um, and, you know, if, if the Steelers can establish the run against them, and again, missing one of the defensive tackles they signed to help solve those problems, maybe this is a place where, one, it becomes a problem for the Bills' defense, but two, it keeps the ball out of Josh Allen's hands instead of throwing the ball so much. I believe the Steelers had four punts in very quick succession last year. Um, that kept giving the Bills the ball back to give them so many opportunities against that Steelers defense. Yeah, uh, you got to take advantage of it. The Steelers forced uh, the Bills to punt four times themselves in the first half of that game. They forced two turnovers in that game and didn't take advantage of it. Um, you know, I, I think when you when you look at it, if they can do if they can come up with that kind of defensive effort uh, and score points. Uh, it puts the pressure on the Bills, uh, to, you know, to to do that. That was the problem last year. Is that you know, for as much defensive success as they were having in that game last year, uh, and Stephon Diggs not only didn't have a catch in the first half, wasn't targeted. Uh, you know, despite all of that, the Steelers were trailing nine seven at the half because they had to pick six at the end of the first half. You know, even if you go down and, and kick a field goal there to go up ten three instead. Uh, because that interception at the end of the first half was at midfield. 
it still probably wasn't enough. The, the offense needs to do more. Can the offense do more in this game, though, is the big question. I guess that's where the offensive line comes in, right? Because if Dan Moore comes in and is a major liability, that's a big problem for Ben Roethlisberger and for Najee Harris. But this is going to be an offense that features four rookies, basically. Kendrick Greenick center, Dan Moore Jr. at left tackle, Pat Farm with a tight end, and, of course, Najee Harris at running back. That's a lot of guys adjusting to their first NFL environment in an away game very early in their careers. Yeah, uh, and it hasn't been done by the Steelers since 1970. Uh, they haven't had uh, – it was four rookies in that case that were, were all starting uh, on offense. Um, you know, so it's, it's usually a recipe for uh, disaster when you have that many rookies, especially that many rookies on your offensive line. But I'll say this, um, you know, I, I think that mm-hmm. – having a veteran quarterback, a guy in his 18th season kind of helps offset that a little bit. You know, if you have a young quarterback behind a young with, with a bunch of young players out there with him, it's going to, it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think if you have Ben Roethlisberger out there or any veteran quarterback, if you put Tom Brady in that kind of situation. Mm. I think he would find a way to make that work. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see what this looks like. Sam, same here. I mean, I guess that's what everyone's been wondering. Like, what does Matt Canada's offense look like? Dale, that's another factor I think that's going to be important in this game is they're going on the road into a hostile environment, into what's going to be a loud environment in Buffalo. And um, this is going to be a situation where now with that loud environment, you're not just calling the same old run plays. You're doing a lot of those jet sweeps. You're doing a lot of those misdirections, those things we saw in the preseason from Matt Canada um, I'm intrigued to see how well they hold up in those situations because that's asking for a lot of adjustments, a lot of plays, a lot of a lot of kind of like being able to understand what's going on in quick situations and in loud situations. Uh, and if the Steelers can overcome that obstacle, that might give them that might neutralize an edge that the Bills think they might have as a home team in this situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you keep that Bills offense on the sideline, you're definitely uh, working against the lesser of two evils there. I think the Bills have an okay defense. It's not great. Mm-hmm. I think what they do best is rush the passer. Uh, so, you know, if you can keep them from rushing the passer by running the football, keeping them off balance, you can have success. I, I agree with that. Now, part of, you know, ru- running the ball so you can so you can rush the passer is, of course, Josh Allen. Now, I'll have y'all know, way back in 2017, Dale and I were having a beer in Toledo on our way to uh, the Detroit Lions Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers 2017 game. And as we were sitting down to talk about, to, to watch some college football the night before the game, we're, we're talking about quarterbacks in that year's draft. And I'm talking about Lamar Jackson. I'm talking about this person. And the first name that comes out Dale's mouth is Josh Allen. And he's like, this guy is going to be the truth. And Ever since then, I was like, oh, let me look up this Josh Allen guy. Let me look up this Wyoming tape. And I'm like, oh, this guy moves. Oh, this guy's got a cannon. Okay, he's got a little bit of fun to do. But every year that he's been in the, the NFL, Dale, he's got better and better and better. And now he's a Pro Bowl quarterback. And now he's the primary concern the Steelers should have with this Bills offense. Dale, what have you seen out of Josh Allen that's going, that could make him a serious problem for the Steelers to defend in this game? Well, he's just good. I mean, if you look at <laughs> – it, what he's <laughs> he's just good there, there's the <laughs> he just is i mean you know i i think 
he throws the ball well. He's gotten better at that every year that he's been in the league. He's always had a big arm. Uh, you know, you, you heard Keith Butler the other day uh, on Thursday talking about Josh Rosen or yeah, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen. As being, he was not talking about Josh Rosen. Nobody no, talks about that guy anymore. <laughs> uh, kind of a um, maybe a more mobile version mm. uh, of Ben Roethlisberger, and you know, I, I think that's. There's something to that. I mean, I think he is a, a good football player. Um, you know, I think again he's gotten better every year, and that's a credit to the to the, the coaching staff mm-hmm. in Buffalo that that they've uh, you know been able to to help him get better um, mm-hmm. each and every year. Uh, you've seen steady improvement from him, um, you know, year after year after year. So, uh, you know, I think there's a reason the guy finished uh, what second in the MVP voting last year. There's a reason why the bills improved so much, um, you know, from year to year to year. And he's, he's been a big part of that. And, and again, a credit to their coaching staff. Uh, Brian Dable has done a great job with helping this kid and they've done a nice job of building a nest for him. Um, you know, just getting it, you know, they went out and, 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 and three years ago signed a whole bunch of offensive linemen, veteran offensive linemen. No great names, right? but good names. And, and, and okay, let's let's throw this all against the wall, see who our best five are. They got that. Then they go out last year and they add Stefan Diggs to the equation, give him that, that number one receiver. A lot of veteran guys from Cole Beasley, things of that nature, so to make things easier on Josh Allen. And now he started to get to the point where, you know, quarterbacks are either an engine or a caboose. Mm-hmm. the engine can pull the rest of the team. The caboose is just kind of along for the ride. Kirk cousins is a caboose. This kid is, a, is, a, is definitely an engine. One definitely. of the best quarterbacks in the league. I agree with that assessment entirely. I mean, he's just, he's, I mean, there were several passes last year. Where I was like, Holy smoke. That's, that's ridiculous. And, and I, I think it was interesting when we were talking to Joe Schobert this past week at, at, at practice or after practice, you know, he brought up how when he faced Josh Allen in his rookie year, he was like, well, we just knew he was a gunslinger. But now he's a gunslinger that reads defenses and that knows where he's going. And that's an added factor. It's like this guy already had a cannon. This guy already knew how to operate under pressure and how to extend plays. But now he has all those tools in his bag, along with being an experienced NFL quarterback who can figure out, okay, I can recognize that defense. I saw that on film. We're going to do this uh, you know, on, on the field now. That's going to be a serious challenge for the Steelers defense to communicate on the back end, to make sure they're doing the right things. Dale, we've talked about Devin Bush and him being back 100%, Joe Schober getting used to the team. How ready do you think this Steelers defense can be with those guys kind of still, you know, you know, Bush working his way back, Joe Schobert still understanding where he is, and, you know, a, a secondary that is really having James Pierre added into the mix and maybe, you know, Arthur Mollette and other guys flowing in there? I don't know that you're, you know, you're, you're necessarily going to be ready in week one. I don't know that anybody is ready to play in week one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the reality of today's NFL. Um, you know, I, I think that they'll be as ready as they can be. And if that's good enough, it will be. If it's not, then it won't be. This is going to be a different. There's a reason why they're six and a half point underdogs. Yeah. Buffalo's a good football team. They are. They're very good football team. And, you know, going there for their first game, uh, you know, with the full stadium and all that stuff, it's going to be a tall task. Uh, you know, I think the Steelers defense can have some success. I think they're, you know, one of the best defenses in the league. Are they going to completely stop Josh Allen and the Bills? Absolutely not. No. To expect them to do so is is ridiculous. 
No, I agree with that entirely. This is a very talented offense that you're getting, not just Josh Allen, but Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley, and they added Emmanuel Sanders. And watch out for Gabriel uh, Gabriel Davis, who was emerging as a deep threat in the NFL last year. And also, by the way, have that, that tight end named Dawson Knox. Um, they, they got weapons, and it's going to be tough to contain them. We're going to get our full predictions on that game after we do all the next, uh, all the all the week one NFL games remaining right here on the Lolly Calder Steelers podcast here on DKPittsburghSports.com. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Back here on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here my friend and co-host, Dale Lolly, here on DKPittsburghSports.com. Remember, you can download this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are hosted, along with all the podcasts available at DKPittsburghSports.com. Now, Dale, before we get to the Steelers game, let's run through all the other NFL games from Sunday to Monday right here. Now, this is one of those games that nobody cares about. I'm taking the Jaguars, but they're playing the Texans at home. I think that Trevor Lawrence figures things out. The Texans are a dumpster fire. Yeah, Texans are the worst team in football. The, the Jaguars win that game. Yeah, first overall pick, here we come, Houston. Now, a more interesting game, a little bit. Chargers at Washington. That defense is taking on Justin Herbert in the offense. Is Justin Herbert ready enough for this for Chase Young and that, that, that aggressive defense? I think he is, and they eke out a victory there. I think Washington wins the game. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take Washington. Their defense is, again, I, I think they're in, right there with the Steelers, uh, maybe Denver, uh, to be one of the top defensive teams in the league. Um, I think they uh, I think they win the game. Very intriguing. Our first split in the second pick. This is going to be an exciting year. All right. Now, uh, next game here, Seahawks at Colts. It is now ruled. Carson Wentz will start this game. Um, Quentin Nelson returned. Both him and he and, uh, he and Nelson were thought to be lost for, for quite a few weeks to start the season. I'm still going with Russell Wilson, though. I think that the Colts got to get their, their mojo back and figure some things out. I think they'll be a tough team down the stretch this year, but I'm going with the Seahawks so long as Russell Wilson is playing and those guys are kind of working their way back. Yeah, I'm going with the Seahawks in that game as well. Carson Wentz didn't practice at all during during training camp because right. of the foot issue and then had covid team. last week he's 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 had about three practices to get ready for this game yeah that's a lot to ask anybody next up the sam donald revenge game 
He's with the Carolina Panthers. They're hosting the New York Jets with their new quarterback, Zach Wilson. I'm going with the Panthers just because I don't know what to expect out of the Jets. I know Christian McCaffrey is a bad man at the running back position, and he's going to cause some problems. So I'm going to bank on him and Matt Rule's team figuring it out for the Carolina Panthers. What say you? Yeah, that's the pick of the week. I'm taking the uh, the Sam Darnold-led uh, Panthers <laughs> in a revenge game. <laughs> That's how you know we're hurting is we're talking about a Sam Darnold revenge game because he needs revenge, apparently, because he stunk in New York so much. Anyways, let's move it on. We got an AFC North game here. Uh, well, AFC and NFC North game. Vikings at Bengals. I'm going with the Vikings because they got Dalvin Cook, and I think he will just destroy this Bengals defense. I also just don't trust the Bengals offensive line to still pr- protect Joe Burrow after all this time. But do you think the, the Bengals start out 1-0? No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I think the Daniel Hunter is going to feast on that uh, Bengals offensive line. And I think Justin Jefferson and, and Dalvin Cook and company are going to have their way with that. Bang- it's, it's just a bad Bengals defense. Yeah, it, it really is. Jesse Bates, heck of a second, have like a heck of a safety, but they need a lot more than him on that, on that defense. I, I'm right with you. I think the Vikings handle their business. Now here's an interesting matchup. AFC, NFC, Arizona Cardinals at the Tennessee Titans. Cardinals got Kyler Murray. They're working things in. They got Brent brought J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins. But the Titans, Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Ryan Tannehill. I'm sticking with the home team and the Titans. I think they can pull this off. But do you think the Cardinals come in and, uh, and, and take, the, take the top off the Titans and neutralize Derrick Henry? It's an interesting game. I think it's going to be super high scoring. Um, I don't think the Cardinals have any cornerbacks, which, you know, against most teams is a real problem. Uh, the Titans don't want to throw the ball a whole lot, but I think they can throw early and, and get a lead mm-hmm. and then uh, run the football uh, with Derrick Henry. Um, you know, I, I don't think the Titans are world beaters, but I think they win this football game. Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm on the boat with you. I think their defense is suspect, and that'll show up later in games. All right, now, Dale, we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on this game. This is the game I'm picking in all my survivor pools. Niners at Lions. Niners are just wiping up the Lions. I don't think they, they stand a chance. You're taking a low-hanging fruit, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The super. But again, I'm not, I might not pick the Niners again for a survivor pool the rest of the season. This is the time to pick the Niners and move on and find your other teams next week. I mean, I may just follow whoever plays the Lions or the Texans throughout the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think the 49ers win that game with ease. Yeah. All right, battle of the birds here. Eagles at Falcons, Philly at Atlanta. Interesting situation here. You got a young quarterback in Jalen Hurts with a lot of with, with a lot of interest and intrigue as far as oh, there he's doing well. But Matt Ryan's been in that offense for so long. You know, Calvin Ridley's there. They added Kyle Pitts. I'm not so sure that Philly's figured things out just one year into a new new head coach. I'm gonna go with the Falcons because they're home, and I, I'll trust Matt Ryan over Jalen Hurts as he figures things out there. I'm going with the Eagles. I think their Ooh. defense is way better than Atlanta's. Okay. And their def- their defensive front will get after Matt Ryan. The the, the Falcons have no running game. Uh Very they've true. got they've got one wide receiver in Kyle Pitts. That's their entire offense. Uh I think the Eagles have the the, the corners now to, to match up a little bit more with that. And I'll take the Eagles in this one. Interesting split there. All right. Now here's a big game where a lot of Steelers fans will probably be turning to as soon as that one o'clock Steelers Bills game is over. 425 kickoff. Browns at Chiefs. I'm, I gotta go with the Chiefs. I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes should be healthy in this game. There's no Chad Henney, and they still didn't even beat Chad Henney last time when they got him. Chiefs by two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm right with you. This is not even a, a close one. The Browns get smoked. Now, Packers at Saints. 
It's James. It's a classic matchup over the past like eight years. Those teams would have been duking it out. But this is Jameis Winston's first start for the team after Drew Brees has left. I'm going with the Packers because they still got that defense that's going to have talent across the board. The Saints got a defense too, but Aaron Rodgers, Jameis Winston, who you think I'm picking? Yeah, I, I, you know that game's going to be played in Jacksonville as well, so it might as well be a Very home game point. for for Green Bay because all the Packers fans in Florida are going to are going to flock to uh, Jacksonville this weekend <laughs> uh, to to go see the Packers uh, play. Um, that that you know this that Saints team going to be in trouble in this one. This next game, another four o'clocker, maybe the least interesting of the four o'clock games, Broncos at Giants. I'm going with the Broncos because I like their defense. They still got Von Miller, Bradley Chubb's back. They like Patrick Sertan. They got Justin Simmons, and Daniel Jones is the other quarterback. Yes, Teddy Bridgewater is the is the Broncos quarterback, and I think that's going to be a problem. But Daniel Jones against that defense, I I don't care much for the for the Giants defense. I think the Broncos defense wins this game for them. But do you think the Giants stay uh, hold serve at home? This will be the lowest scoring game of the weekend. Agreed. Uh, I think the Giants defense, you're not giving it enough credit. It's actually pretty good. Okay. Um, but it's Daniel Jones. And <laughs> the, the Broncos defense will be more than up to the, the – it's also Daniel Jones with, with a hobbled Saquon Barkley. Evan yes. Ingram's probably not going to play in this game. They're all banged up already. Uh, I'm taking the the, the uh, visitors. And, and, the, and the Broncos got Javante Williams, man. You and I were both high on him in the draft, so there's a lot of good things going their way. I think they, they pulled this out. Now, interesting AFC East showdown early in the season. Dolphins at Patriots. Cam, uh, Cam I keep doing this. Mac Jones. I keep calling him Cam Jones because Cam Newton, Mac Jones, same, back, same name backwards. But Mac Jones, home start to start the season. Do you think he comes out on top in his, in his first ever NFL de- debut? Or do the Dolphins win? I'm giving the edge to the Dolphins because I think Xavier Howard is going to be a problem for them. And I also think that Tua Tagovailoa will just be a little bit further along than, than Mac Jones. I'm taking the Patriots at home. If okay. the game was in Miami, I'd, I'd take Miami. I think these two teams split this year. I'll take the uh, the Patriots in this one. Does it have anything to do with the fact that they do hack head sex? That never hurts. <laughs> Dale being a person who's worked Steeler Nation radio, uh, he knows about some headset hacking when he's at Gillette Stadium in, in New England. But so he takes the Patriots. I take the Dolphins. Sunday night football. This to me has the makings of a massacre, despite I do think these two teams will both be competitive at the end of the year. Bears at Rams. I'm sorry. There's one AD called Andy Dalton and there's one AD called Aaron Donald. I'm going with the, the latter. Aaron Donald, that defense. Um, I think it's important to protect Justin Fields because if he started this game, I think he'd be destroyed and wrecked. Um, that Rams defense is too tough. Matt Stafford's a better quarterback than Andy Dalton. Just It adds up for me. This is going to be a Rams win at home easily. Uh, you just said the Bears were going to be good at the end of the year. I, I think there's a chance. They could, they they're, could they're about a five. I would, I'll, t- I'll bet you right now they're a five-win football team. Dang, five wins? I thought like nine and eight. Like I'm not they saying great. They stink. They're awful. <laughs> awful. This is going to be a rout. This is just going to be utter destruction. The Rams are going to destroy the. Uh, There's no hope. <laughs> this is what I miss about football season is is me being like I think this team can figure it out and Dale being like, man, that team sucks. <laughs> I missed. I missed it. This is this Chris is on week. crack. Chris is already on crack. <laughs> that's what. I, yes, I'm on. My, I'm on my crack fight. That's exactly what I'm doing here, Dale. <laughs> All right, all right. Monday night football before we revert back to the Steelers-Bills game for our final predictions there. Ravens at Raiders. I mean, 
who can pick the Ravens after the week they've had. They're down to no running backs. Le'Veon Bell might be starting back there. Uh, Marcus Peters is out. I got to go with the Raiders by default. I, I might have had the Ravens if before the J.K. Dobbins injury. Now, there's no way I take them. I would have had the Ravens up until, oh, I don't know, about 4 o'clock on, uh, what was it, Wednesday. Wednesday, when, um, when Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters went down. Not only did those guys go down, uh, it was such a devastating situation that John Harbaugh canceled the rest of their practice. Yeah. Canceled their practice for the rest of the day. Um, I, it just kind of shows you their state of mind right now. They're signing every has been re- washed up running back, not Latavius named Jim Brown. Murray, Bell. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, they might as well sign Jim Brown. Emmett Smith's available. <laughs> they could sign him too. Um, I, the Raiders aren't very good, but I just think the Ra- the Ravens are in a bad place right now, yeah, I and I think I think they lose this game. Yeah, and they're on the road. Uh, this is the first game at, at the new Allegiant Stadium, so. I think it's, it's going to be a rough environment to play. Lamar Jackson is going to have his hands full, to say the least. All right, now let's go to the game that all Steelers fans are interested in. Steelers at Bills. Dale, who you got? Uh, I got the Bills. Uh, I'm taking Buffalo 27-20, uh, what did I say, 27-23 in this game. Okay. Um, you know, I think the Steelers will keep it close. That game last year was a lot closer than the final score would indicate. It ended up 26-15. to uh, but as I said, the, the Steelers uh, kind of wasted a, a very good defensive effort in the first half. Um, I think I think the, the Steelers' offense will be better in this game. I think it'll be more diverse. Uh, but in the end, this is it's too di- you know. There's a reason it's a six and a half point spread. Yeah. Um, you know, the Bills are a good football team. They'll find a way to win this game at home. That's where I'm at too. I'm also picking the Bills. Um, Twenty. I, I very similar scores. Twenty-seven, twenty-four. I think it comes down to. Uh, them needing a touchdown late, and I think they pull it off because Josh Allen is that good of a quarterback. Um, but I also think the Steelers take this on the chin, and they learn from this, and they rebound from this. Um, again, extremely young offensive line, extremely young offense uh, around Ben Roethlisberger. I, I think there's just got to be some growing pains that come with it, and if they can learn quickly from those growing pains, this can be a heck of a season from them. But I, I think this is just a too tall attack. You're going on the road to Buffalo where they're rampant. Bills fans are like, this is the best shot we've had in most of these fans lifetimes if they're younger fans um and you got you got the you know you got the continuity as mike tomlin talked about on tuesday when we asked him about the bills he talked about how like a lot of these guys that safety pair of micah hyde and jordan boy they've been they've been together forever you got your davis white who's been there uh, tremaine evans who's been there ed oliver jerry hughes all these guys who have been there and then josh allen he's been in the system he's he's on his second contract already stefan diggs has been there for a little bit they've got a lot of continuity whereas the steelers have that on defense they're still working for that on offense, uh, especially with that offensive line and the new running back. I think at the end, it comes down to the Bills eking out a victory in the end, but it will be a really good game. I do think the Steelers uh, set some good notes there for at least to carry forward, but I'm like you, I'm taking the Bills in week one here. So as I recall things, I believe our splits were, I think you took the, you took Washington. I took the Chargers. You took the Eagles. I took the Falcons. You took the Patriots. I took the Dolphins. And we both took the Bills. So, yeah, I think we got four good splits there. We got we got some games to, to, to watch there between you and I. And for me to show everyone that I know my picking better than you do for a second you think year in the, a row. You're the guy who thinks the Bears is going to be are going to be a good I think they can Come figure on. it out. You Justin just, Fields you just, there. He can do some everything else, everything else you just said is it was it, you're guessing. 
Uh, you said the Bears are going to be a good football team. I think I'm telling you right now, team. there's there's I your bet right the there. Take the Bears under for the season. You want to you want to win money? Take the Bears under. What is the under? They wins. <laughs> something probably something around there because because they made the playoffs last season. That was a farce. Uh, they were not a good football team. They're not winning. They'll they'll struggle to win five games this year. My man Dale coming from my neck here. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to breathe and over. And they here. get to play the Lions twice. But see that that's, that's two wins right there. There you go. Yeah, well that, that's that's all well and good, but they may <laughs> split with the Lions. Lions will beat somebody, and it's probably going to be the Bears. Oh my. <laughs> Lions, Tigers, and Bears. Uh, anyways, Dale, as always, this is fun to to, to do this show with you and uh, have safe travels to Buffalo. Uh, if you want to read his work, he will be on DKPittsburghSports.com live at Orchard Park, New York, covering the Steelers-Bills game. 1 p.m., you can catch him and Dayon Kovacevic in their live final. And then, of course, after the game with their with their post-game articles, you can catch me on the final word, Channel 11 WPXI, that Sunday night, breaking things down after the game. So check us all out. And, of course, check us everything out here at DKPittsburghSports.com with there are our podcasts here in our podcast network. Got a lot more coming your way. If you want to hear my pit recap, that'll be for tomorrow too, as the as pit takes on Tennessee this Saturday at noon in Knoxville, Tennessee. But from Chris Carter and Dale Lolly, thanks so much for listening. Back in the ears next week. <laughs>